0: I hadn't seen people wearing Bears jerseys out and about, out in the wild, since like mid-November, and right. and here I see four people, you know, just sort of milling around town wearing their their vintage Bears jersey. People are fired up, and I think for good reason. Uh, you know, Fields to me was my number one, uh, number two quarterback overall behind Trevor Lawrence, and <clears throat> I just feel like, you know, even though there were some, you know, alarming games, Northwestern comes to mind, certainly Indiana, uh, Indiana game. Yep. Even I thought Alabama and Michigan State games had some moments where you said, you know, this isn't ideal. But, you know, other than speeding up his, his timing and processing a tick and other than sort of preventing those moments where he tries to play hero ball and tries to do a little bit too much, that was like the Indiana game especially. You know, he's got a, a strong arm. It's the same mechanics every time. Along, you know, you see him throw, very consistent mechanics. You can tell he's been well coached. He's taken to the coaching. He's improved leaps and bounds as a passer since when he was at Georgia. Uh, and oh, by the way, he's got that athletic ability and a really tough kid. I mean, I there wasn't there weren't too many big questions. Obviously, the epilepsy thing came up. Mm-hmm. Talked to some some te- people who said our team doctor signed off on it. It's not an issue that anyone's really worried about. I don't think the Bears are. Um, you know, and I think he's got the the mental capacity to to handle a complex NFL playbook. So. There's a lot to like, you know. Is he going to be the savior? Who knows? But it, this sure feels a lot different. I don't know about you, but I mean, a lot <laughs> different it than does. Draft Night 2017. <laughs> what a difference!
1: Oh, it's it's sad in a way that it feels like this because. For such a sort of historic franchise, you would think we would have uh, other days that it felt so good, and right. we really, we really haven't. And that's sad to say. Let me ask you this: You mentioned that he needs to speed it up a little bit. How easy is that for a quarterback coming from college to start to to, to learn those traits and know how to start speeding up uh, his delivery?
0: Yeah, it's it's a tough ask because you're you know everything else is going faster around you, right? I mean, the the speed of the NFL defensive backs you know, certainly their knowledge is going to be a lot greater. They're going to do more complex things. So it's, you know, this is something where I think he has enough arm strength where he can kind of get away with it most of the time, and he did in college. But there was times where you just sort of felt like if he could have anticipated or, you know, just sped up his process a little bit more, as long as they're not retooling his his passing mechanics and, and trying to, you know, mess with his delivery and all that, I think he can do it. Some of it's going to be familiarity and just repetition and things like that. So, But it's a great question. I mean, there, there are NFL people out there who think that it's more of a mental aspect than a physical aspect. And some are leery whether you know, a quarterback can actually improve on those things other than maybe marginally. So, you know, we don't know the answer, but those are some those, some thoughts I have on it.
1: Now, listen, the second-round pick, Tevin Jenkins, now we know for sure. It seems like he's going to be a left tackle. Yeah. How did you have him graded out? Did you have him graded out as a right tackle? And do you think he could be a la- left tackle, and how quickly would do you think he can assimilate to that side of the ball? I mean, that yeah. side of the, the line.
0: Yeah, no. I mean, I <clears throat> he played there, I think, at least one game every single season or at least the last couple years where, you know, if they had to move someone over, they moved him to the left tackle spot. Put him back at right naturally. So he's played there. He's taken reps. I'd have to go look at exactly how many it is. But, um, you know, there were certainly times last year when, or even two seasons ago, where you saw the left tackle tape. You know, I mean, some offenses are going to be more geared towards protecting the front side and the, uh, you know, so I mean, some of that stuff, the footwork, it's going to be a little backward. And, you know, but for him, having done it recently, I'm not too worried about it as long as they don't leave him out on an island. And I'll be curious to see where, you know, Larry Borum ends up too. But uh, I, he's such a, he's such a fun player to watch. There was an issue early in his career about his assertiveness. Like he would, you know, they felt like he kind of held back a little bit and, and Mike Gundy challenged him. I mean, he went up to mm-hmm. him in the weight room and said, you know, there's one guy in this room worth worth 40 million bucks and it's you. And you want to reach that level. You got to be a grinder. You got to make sure this is your full-time commitment and it seemed to light a fire on him. I thought he looked great last year. He's a, he's a pile driver in the run game. He's got that kind of nasty John Tate sort of element to him or whatever. Yeah. But I, I think he, he was a top 20 prospect for me. I didn't realize the hip injury was as big a concern with some other teams, which may have knocked him out of that first round. Eric, if
1: somebody tells me that I can get $40 million, it better light a fire under my butt. All if right, to say the least. You got
0: problems, right? <laughs> yeah. Like 40 million <laughs> maybe, you know. <laughs> Look, we got issues with that as doesn't, right. doesn't change it, right? <laughs> you
1: mentioned Larry Burham. What's the realistic chance that he can be a starting right tackle in the NFL?
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, he another guy who played multiple positions at Mizzou. I mean, he was a left tackle, a right tackle, a guard. I mean, he he moved around, whereas basically you know, I, from what I understand, they were trying to pick their best five, you know, like mm. who's our best five blockers and let's figure out where they fit best. And he was, you know, essentially the most flexible or one of the more, excuse me, one of the more flexible of the, the, the Tigers linemen. So, you know, that's kind of a nice little benefit. He's a big kid who, you know, his workout numbers may not pop off the page, but at, for that size, I felt like they were, they were pretty darn strong. So, Um, It just sort of felt like I was talking to somebody who was on the Mizzou staff uh, previously with him and saw him as he came in and said, it just sort of felt like he made a big jump at some point, you know, like that, that he really kind of turned the corner a little bit and became this NFL prospect. So, you know, is it a little bit of a stretch to say, okay, he can be your day one right tackle? Yeah, I would say, but we've seen crazier things. You know, we've, we've seen, I'm trying to think there was, there was a, oh, Michael Unwenu last year in, in New England. You know, I mean, his tape at Michigan was good. I wouldn't say it was mind-blowing, but he was one of the best rookie offensive linemen last year in all of football. He was a six-round pick. So it can happen, and, I, and you know, it'll be fascinating to see if he gets that opportunity. What grade will you give Pace for just the tackles? Yeah, good question. If we, if we take Fields out of the equation, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, they moved up for Jenkins, right, had to give up a yes, little capital? Did. Okay. Yeah, yes, yeah and then, you know, obviously there were other positions you could have – say you know okay a corner an edge somebody else but i had no problem with it because it felt like they needed multiple guys and and you know maybe there are more pure tackles out there than than larry Borum. but you know those two picks alone i would say like a b plus or something Mm. or a b yeah i mean i think Mm. pretty strong the fields pick made their grade for me. I mean, I hate to, yeah. you know, I mean, like, come on, let's, let's be honest here, but I like the, the two follow-up choices and I like Daz Newsome and a couple other art choices too. T- talk to
1: me about Daz Newsome. What can the bears expect? Will, will he just be a special team guy or is this a guy that maybe can supplant Anthony Miller if he's still on the team in the slot?
0: Yeah, I mean, right. He's, he's probably a slot. He's not a super big frame guy. He's about what five, 10 ish, 10? one ninety. Yeah. yeah. So, um, he sort of has a little bit of a, a thicker lower build though. I mean his weight surprised me a little. I thought he was maybe closer to, you know, 511 200 or something like that. But you're, you you mentioned the punt the punt returning ability. Um he's got some game-breaking ability. But he caught almost 200 passes in college too and you know was was pretty darn productive. He was the leading receiver I think 2 years ago um and then second to Dami Brown last year. So I, you know, I I would probably say that he's tough enough to handle the slot quick enough. You know, he the, the one issue with him that kind of hurt his stock um, was the change of direction stuff. Like his pro day, I want to say his three-cone drill was abysmal. And I don't hmm. have it off the top of my head, but it was, you know, normally you like those slot guys to be under seven seconds, and he was 7.3 or something like that. So that was a little alarming for that position, but... Um, yeah, I would say even though he's, you know, a little bit of an undisciplined player at times, he's he's got some some upside to him.
1: And Khalil Herbert, they took 2 uh 217, the running back out of Virginia Tech. Can we expect for him to actually get on the field or is this again somebody that can uh, just be a kickoff a kickoff guy for the most part?
0: Yeah, I mean, he really opened my eyes last year, you know, Kansas transfer who who came in and uh, you know, looked like the the kind of guy that should have never you know, been allowed to walk out of any building. I mean, he was, he was pretty incredible. And, you know, I mean, here's somebody who averaged eight yards a carry has pretty good short stout build, I would say. And, you know, I, the the receiving ability worries me a little bit. He wasn't asked to do it very much at either school, Virginia Tech or Kansas. So, you know, is he, is he a capable pass catcher? I don't know. That makes me wonder whether he can replace or, you know, give them insurance for Tariq Cohen with his injury. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know the answer to that. I think he's maybe more of a backup to David Montgomery, like as a first and second down guy, and you give him a couple touches here. But you're right. I mean, maybe the the, the return ability gives him an opportunity. So I mean, he's had some injuries, but boy, last season really did change the narrative completely for him. So it was a, it was a fun story. I mean, he really he really worked well behind Darrelle on a good offensive line, and felt like it was six seven yards before. Defender got his hand on him.
1: Yeah, it was. It was I crazy. like hearing that. That's, yeah. that's what I want to hear.
0: That's definitely yes. what I want to hear. Listen, fuck Def- me up, man. This is what I do. So. <laughs>